Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a good chance for us to uh, put the handbrake on a little bit and, and chill out. Double eight, double three, the footy. Who has a great memory of afternoon All Blacks rugby? Double eight, double three, come through with your great memories of test matches throughout the years in the afternoon. Um, night rugby, obviously the advent with stadium lights and commercialisation of the sport, but I'm sure there'll be some plenty, plenty of memories out there of going to the uh, footy with your folks or as a kid or maybe standing on an embankment somewhere with a, a durry in one hand and a, a, pint, in, a, pint, in, a pint in the other, as, as was the ways. Um, with us, Clado, we've got your cuz, Jono Gibbs. And Jono, it's a, it's a real pleasure to have you here because, he, as we, Clado said to start, you're pretty well travelled over the last wee while. When, how, how long ago would it have been when you, you first went to Ireland for a coaching gig? That would have been more than a couple, well, a decade and a half ago? Uh, yeah, so 2008, I finished Super Rugby, finished my playing career and uh, retired medically in 2008 and uh, went straight into coaching and working with Michael Checker up in Leinster. So I think my last Super, well, I think it was Super 12, Super 15, I can't, Super 14. <laughs> super 14. It's had a few reinventions, <laughs> but that was in Durban at the end of May and July 1st, I was coaching in in Ireland and working with Michael. So, so, so Michael Checker, come on, what's he really like? Is he as <laughs> nuts as he comes across or is he a good bloke or is he... Yeah, sociably, um, away from the work environment, yeah, he's really, really normal and uh, easy to, to be in his company and uh, a really um, chilled uh, guy, pretty laid back. Um, but... Obviously, when he's at work and he puts his work hat on, he's driven, uh, he's intense, um, and he doesn't do anything by half measures. So it means a lot to him, and everything counts. And he sets the standard for passion and intensity, and uh, we can all sort of can all see that and judge that by his performances in the coaching box. Yeah, so, he. He's a he's a character, but I think rugby Clado is better for him. I don't know. I don't know about Eddie Jones. We all I, need. I don't know. We all need Nazi to hate, don't we? Yeah, oh. I don't know. I don't know about Eddie Jones though. I don't know. John, have you ever had anything to do with him? I mean, he he he's a performer, really, isn't he? And he he can kind of he's a he's a master at controlling the narrative, but he, he yeah. can he he winds us up. Yeah, look, he he provokes. Um, he he poses uh, challenges. But I guess that's probably the difference between um, what he's been brought into Australia to do, which is to grow the profile of the sport, to, to get momentum in behind the Wallabies, obviously be as successful as possible at this World Cup, but really move the profile of the sport forward in Australia. Um, I think pound for pound, Dave Rennie, fantastic coach. And you know, from a, from a short-term World Cup performance, I've, I've, I really think... Uh, Renz would have done a great job and continue mm. to do a great job as a coach but I think Eddie brings uh, probably profile to the sport um, and that's a different question and uh, you can't judge the, the two uh, in the same manner. See my argument mm. would be if Dave Rennie was getting the results they would, they would get the exposure. 
Eddie's just seems to be um, walking off, you know, like the park in Argentina have just beaten you at home and thumping the table with a big grin on your face. Yeah, looking out all blacks. I mean, that's... Yeah, but I, I think you've you got a different market over there too. If you watch all the coverage of rugby league and all the shows and all the AFL stuff, um, you know, it, rugby union to get on an even foot, footing with those guys or to compete, they have to take a different angle. And results mm. um, is an 80-minute thing. Um, we're talking about something completely different than just wins and losses. We're talking about profile and relevance. Yeah, it, look, it's a re- that's such a good point, and because and you're right, the sports market, let alone the entertainment market, is completely different to New Zealand. I mean, it's a five, five six times the amount of people, right? And then in Sydney, it's just NRL town, in Melbourne, it's AFL town, and you know fractions of it. It's Queensland's not like the rugby state it used to be either. Right? And I, I just think Eddie Jones, like he got the nickname Eighteen Month Eddie, right? Because he could push players' buttons, and he he was really good at finding a. Uh, extra gear. So I kind of understood it thinking, oh, wow, gee, actually with a soft draw in the World Cup, maybe the Wallabies are half a chance to, who knows, make a semi-final then, who knows. But he's signed through to the next home World Cup and I just think that there's a chance that maybe he, you know, I know they love him for now and he's he is as Australian as they come with the, with the kettle, uh, what is he, he takes the kettle rod and, you know, he's, he's a real cowboy, but Oh, I just wonder if he'll wear thin faster than maybe it's a different generation of player, isn't it, Jono? That these days they're so professional, and that you know the, the nineteen and twenty year olds that are coming through, they're not probably like it was when it was your era. Um, yeah, look, I, I think that's also part of Eddie coming in as well, is to is to have a little bit of a long term focus uh, lines to it, and then uh, a home World Cup. So they need to build something into that program, uh, get a little bit of relevance, like I said, and. You know, I, I think what's uh, not in question is Eddie's ability to get results. Uh, Japan, mm. England, 2019, I, I think that was uh, an extremely well-prepared English team. Um, but they just came unstuck in the scrum in the final. Um, but, you know, comprehensive winners, no one could complain with the semi-final victory over the Blacks. But, you know, he, he has a proven track record. He has a personality that uh, provokes but uh, I think that's also part of what Rugby Australia, possibly, I'm not part of their organisation, obviously, but Thank possibly they're that. after that. And uh, they want a bit of that um, talk show stuff, that, that yeah. profile. Yeah, they, they need the back page exposure. And he, he wrestled it off them immediately, didn't he? He got the, you know, they kind of got what they were after. So that's, um, it's really interesting times. And, like, who knows? Today, I've... People will be making a case on SCNZ this week, Jono, that, that this All Blacks team might put 20, 30. Someone even said 40 on them. <laughs> like, there's some pretty bullish All Blacks fans out there. Oh, look, it, it is definitely a dangerous game for the Australian team, psychologically. Um, and it did have that feeling, that try just before halftime in last week's game, you did have that feeling that, look, that was going to that was gonna turn the game in the All Blacks' favour, and it did in that second half, and the score was a bit wider than really possibly um, was the difference. But uh, I, I just think they need to start well. Uh, they need to mm. stay in this, competi- uh, this contest today as long as they possibly can, because I think... 
for the All Blacks get momentum early, psychologically, uh, really difficult assignment, and especially after losing another captain and a really important position and a really important person in their environment, and Alan Alalatoa. Yeah, big loss last week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, ruptured Achilles, no good. Oh. Yep. Um, the, the, the pairing of uh, they're sticking with Tate McDermott and Carter Gordon to open up for the Aussies? I didn't think it worked last week. In your personal opinion, uh, given <laughs> now I'll give that a bit of context because a lot of people don't. Obviously, we're first cousins, and uh, everything I learnt about rugby and coaching has come from you and uh, <laughs> the guidance and the mentorship that you gave me early on. I really appreciate it. And you know, obviously, you had a passion for horse racing. You went down this route, but. Honestly, um, I believe you could have been a hugely successful coach, uh, Mark. Oh, jeepers. Brian, can you just clip that? <laughs> oh, my God. Can, give you, Is, can somebody you check if Jono's tongue's going through his cheek? Oh. Yeah. Mind you, back in the day, Jono was about three stone. <laughs> yes. I was about seven. Yep. Because uh, uh, when we spoke to Chris not long ago, he had a, he was a, bit of a, even a bit of a fear factor there, Clayton. What did you do to these blokes growing up? Um... You allowed to say on radio? <laughs> no, it was a fair amount of teasing and torture, but um, you know, that's 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 what happens. You got older cousins; they put yeah. some manners on you, and uh, look, it's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you had to be tough. There were three adults and ten kids in a three-bedroom house, <laughs> and you you had to fight for your survival. And yeah, you know, we'd play rugby. We weren't allowed to play rugby in the house, so we'd get down on our knees and play rugby on our knees on the carpet, and that's where we got the carpet burns from. But uh, try and get over John or Chris, which is pretty easy. Back then, you just hold him down, and I think one of the brothers used to blow air up Chris's nose or something. There's something always getting back for that, so it was the other brother, not me. Yep, but yeah, no, that was only taking the mic, really, weren't you? That's it's gold. That is that is Kiwi culture 101, really. Uh, double eight, double three. As we say, All Blacks kicking off in, in not too long, and we're lucky. We're actually really, really lucky to have Jono here with us throughout the day. So, as the game goes, we're all watching it, and we will um, react accordingly.